started talking about Fruit of the Spirit. Um, and like, whenever, so tonight is gentleness. Um, am I like way too close to you guys? Like, hi, hello. <laughs> I'm like suddenly really self-conscious of like where I'm at in this room. <laughs> um, so yeah, gentleness is what we're going through tonight. And whenever staff, um, like whenever we were like planning for the semester and we're like, fruit of the spirit, yeah, that's like a really, hey Adam, before you sit down, can I have my water bottle? It's right there, thank you. Uh, so as we were like planning for this, um, like we were divvying them up, thanks man, sorry, thank you. Um, but as we were like going through these, like breaking them up and stuff, um, I was like, definitely not doing patience, no. Mm, ben, you can have that, like, not for me, not gonna do it. Um, faithfulness, okay, yeah. Um, like, kindness, uh, someone else can have that. <laughs> like, all these things that I thought, I'm like, I really should not be the one to teach on this, but, like, gentleness came across, and I was like, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, but I also chose it, like, I had to say so in it. But this, um, like, if you, if you look at me and you don't automatically think, like, gentle, that's okay, because I don't really either. <laughs> Some of the girls are laughing. <laughs> um, but I, do, I also do think that this has been, like, a huge area of growth for me. Like, this was hard to write because I know me better than anyone else does. And, I mean, other than God, of course, right? Um, and I know my heart and things. And so there are some tough realities to, like, face with this personally. Um, so I'm going to try really hard not to project. But we also know that, like, we have common struggles, right? So hopefully that can be encouraging for you guys. Um, but again, like, gentleness like, the area that I've grown in the most, I feel, um, whenever I think of it automatically, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) whenever I think of gentleness, I think of, like, gentle parenting. I am, I I don't know all of you guys, you might have kids, you don't have kids? Anyone ever heard of gentle parenting before? Yes. Yes, okay, so gentle parenting really is not a new concept. It is, like, it's really not, it's really not a new thing, but, like, young moms and like people want to like get like get your money and so they'll be like buy our gentle parenting handbook and you'll be the best parent ever but it's really like so the four styles of parenting there's like um like neglect uh permissive authoritative and authoritarian and so it's really just like another term for authoritative are there any psych majors is that right authoritative Okay, yes, I get authoritarian and authoritative, but authoritative is really what you're looking for, and that's, like, you're warm and nurturing, but you don't just, like, say yes to everything. It's not like, oh, my kid wants um, popsicles nonstop. I'll give it to him nonstop, because that's not good for them, right? So that's kind of what gentle parenting is. Like, you still have rules, you still have standards, but you don't just, like, immediately, like, so I'm going to use Salem, because that's my son's name, like, Salem, no, stop it, you can't have a popsicle, how dare you? Like, I can't even, like, pretend, like, calling, like, mean names, but, like, but, like, technically, like, I want, like, no, you can't have the popsicles, (laughs) but, like, I also need to be loving and gentle and nurturing, and so, like, and this has, this couldn't have come at a better time, because Salem, it is really, really difficult to be gentle with Salem right now. He's going to be three in December, and 
me and my husband have nick- they nicknamed them the like turbo twos or like the terrific twos but you may have been heard them referred to as the terrible twos <laughs> and there's a reason for that like a lot of development a lot of independence but they still can't like reach anything and the world's really big but like they like can't do anything by themselves really <laughs> well we encourage a lot of independence, <laughs> but, um, but like, so Salem in particular, um, like he has a really hard time with like hitting and throwing, like that is his like main form of expression, like, <laughs> and anyone who's babysat him totally knows that, he's a really good kid, so if you ever want to babysit, like I'll pay you, like don't be afraid of him, but um, like, <laughs> and so, so what we do rather than like Salem, no, and then like spank him or something. Like, well, that isn't really modeling what I'm wanting him to do. So it's like, hey, Salem, like I know you're really mad right now. Like I get it. I I know you're really upset right now. But we can't hit. Hands are not for hitting. Like hands are for being gentle. And that's what we say. We had a cat and I like to hit the cat. And I'm like, no, no, soft hands, gentle hands. Like we can't hit the cat. Had yeah, my mom's like deathly allergic, so we got rid of it. No, it's not Salem's fault. <laughs> no, that was a family choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so we, had, like, we worked on that for a really long time. Like, you have to be gentle, buddy. You have to be gentle. And so that's immediately what I think of. And I've actually, like, I've seen some good things come from this. Like, Salem, I can already see it. Like, he's an introvert, man. Like, he will say, no, mom, go into timeout. And he'll put himself in timeout. Like, he, like, he just needs some space. I know, it's amazing. A two-year-old, go, like, I'm going to timeout. Or he'll say, leave me alone. And I'm like, you got it. Like, take your space. I'll be here whenever you're ready. But that's the thing. I'll be here whenever you're ready. And then we hug it out. And then things are good. And so... The big thing with this is like consistency, right? With anything, consistency is a big deal. Um, But now, like, again, like we see that good thing of like, like, you know what he'll do, he'll ball up his fist and just, ah! And I'm like, it's better, better than hitting me. Okay, I'll take it. And then he puts himself in timeout. And like, again, this takes time, it takes some effort. Um, For some of us, it may not come naturally. But speaking of like naturally, like I really don't want gentleness to be confused as like, well, I'm just not gentle. Like we are called to this as we're gonna see in scripture later. Um, And I also think that like gentleness can be confused as weakness sometimes. Or, um, like, we just, again, just push it off as, like, a character trait. And it's like, well, I either am or I'm not. Deal with it. (laughs) Um, But, again, Scripture tells us otherwise. We'll see some examples. Um, I'm going to share some, like, other examples in my life of, like, where I've seen gentleness, where I've had to grow in that. Um, And then you guys are going to figure out what it looks like individually for you guys in your connection groups. And so, before that, uh, I do want to go into some prayer um, and then we'll just dive right into scripture. Uh, Father God, thank you for this evening. Thank you for these people. Um, thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit and your guidance. Um, I pray that you are heard tonight. I pray that you are what comes through. Um, thank you for a voice. Thank you for, um, willing ears and hearts and minds. And, um, God, I pray this makes sense. Um, Again, thank you for your strength and, and your love and, and all these good things that come from you, God. And it's in your son's name. Amen.
So in typical Hannah fashion, we're going to start with scripture. So, um, and this might, this is like jumping around a lot. Um, I encourage you to look at the context of all these things. Um, some of these are letters to people. Some of these are like words straight from Jesus. Um, but they all have to deal with gentleness. And so, and I did the U version app again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I did the version app, and I did the PowerPoint. So um, the version app, like the Hamburger Lines and Events Christian Student Fellowship, that's us. Um, <clears throat> so scripture, starting in the New Testament, uh, this is Paul talking. First uh, Corinthians 4.21 says, What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love in a spirit of gentleness? So, like, you know, I'm going to beat you up over the head with this, or do you want me to be gentle with my words? Like, looks like those are the two options here <laughs> for Paul. Then in Galatians 6.1, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. So, if you see something going wrong, <laughs> if you see something you disagree with, you see something that, like, know, that you know, like, goes against what God says, or, like, if the Spirit, like, leads you in that, like, yeah, say something, like, restore him, but do it in a spirit of gentleness. First Peter 3, 4, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Like, a gentle and quiet spirit is precious in God's eyes. And there are other instances, like, if you just do, like, a simple, like, Google search, like, gentleness scripture in the Bible, um, like, you'll get all the stuff, but if you do that, you're also going to notice some other things that pop up, um, and they aren't, like, it's not always quite the same word as gentle. So we're going to do a little exercise here. Um, so... Colossians 3.12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Out of those four words, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, so, oh, perfect, that lined up great. The last four words, that that last line. Um, Which one of those words do you think also means gentleness. Those are both right. Meekness and humility. Yeah. They're, they're a little different in this passage, but, like, it's purposeful that it's repeated twice. Kind of important. So, yeah, meekness, humility. And then, next one, Matthew 5, 5. Jesus says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So, which one of those words... Meek, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not earth, or shall. It's uh, it's meek. <laughs> that one easy. I should have done that one first. Um, but again, like not all of these scriptures have the word gentle in them. Like you're, you're gonna notice words like humble or considerate or meek. And so, um, if you do a word study on this, which highly recommend. This was a lot of fun for me. It, huh, I wouldn't say fun. It was a good process. Uh, Try replacing the word gentle with, like, consideration, humility, meek. And meek really just means, like, a quiet strength. Um, 
And, and just notice how the scripture feels whenever you change those words in and out. Like, of course, you want scripture to say scripture, but like, just see what that's like. So it's not homework, but it's homework. <clears throat> and so that's what scripture says. Like, there's a lot about it. Um, a lot of it is like in letters to people. Um, it's like straight from Jesus, and we're going to hear more from Jesus later. Um, but like a, a real life story of of gentleness that doesn't have to deal with parenting. <laughs> so um, this is like one of my like favorite funny-ish stories. And like you can have your opinions, whatever, I don't care. But like, so in college, I had a professor who was like a really good friend of mine. Like we, he started off at the, <laughs> the beginning of the semester like, if anyone wants to come to my office and have some authentic Italian espresso, like just come by my office hours. I'm like, done, it's free and it's caffeine. Yeah, I'm there, and so I'm like the only one who shows up, <laughs> and and uh, so over time, like me and Vince, like we became like good friends. Like, like we would hang out. Me and Ben, my Ben would like go to dinner with him. Like we would we would like cat sit for him. We would like like we would hang out. Like <laughs> it was just me and my professor. Um, which sounds weird, but if you well. It might have been weird, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> just feel it out. <laughs> feel you think. I think you can be friends with your professors. But, um, and so one night, um, like I get a call around 11 o'clock, and it's Vince. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's 11 o'clock. Maybe it's an emergency, I don't know. I was set boundaries, guys. But it's like 11 o'clock, and I decide to answer, and he's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Hannah, you're one of my best friends. And I'm like, okay, you are clearly not in, like, uh, like tip-top shape of mind right now. <laughs> like, okay, you are clearly, like, intoxicated. Somehow, I didn't ask him any questions. Um, I, I called... <coughs> my boyfriend at the time, which is my husband now, I called him, and I was like, hey, he's calling me, like, do you care if I give him a ride home? He's like, go for it, and so I'm like, I, like, pick him up at the bar, <laughs> and again, you can have your own opinions on this. That is fine, but, um, like, like, I get him into the car, and I'm like, all right, where to, and he goes, we need to go to Dirty's. I'm like, I'm not taking you to Dirty's. Like, where's your house? <laughs> he's like, like, and he's telling me, like, all these bars, and I'm like, you need to go home. Like, you have, like, three flights of stairs to climb up, dude. Like, you're not safe right now. Like, and so, like, and he, and he's, like, I'm, I'm trying my best to help him and, like, to guide him to go home. Um, like, he's, he's talking nonstop, he got the mouth of a sailor, and then he starts talking about religion. <laughs> what you don't know about Vince is that he is a very proud atheist, like, very proud, like, openly making fun of me in class for, uh, the Christian girl, and I'm like, you're not wrong, I'm not gonna get upset about that, like, sure am, okay, but, like, never had arguments in class, like, you know, it was, it was in good fun for him, but I'm like, like, okay, I can handle it, whatever. Like, at least he knows that I'm a Christian, right? And so he's, like, cussing all, like, up and down everywhere. And he said, um, and he says, Hannah, I know you don't like it when, when I cuss. I can't say it around you, and I can't make bad jo jokes around you. Like, I'm so sorry. And I could have said a lot of things. I wasn't really thinking. I think it was the spirit. But I said, I said Vince, I don't expect you to follow the rules of my religion when you don't believe the same thing as I do. I said, but I do appreciate it, just don't say God's name in vain. So that was, I, 
other things could have been said, but that's what I said. And then from that moment on, though, there was a shift in our relationship. Like, Vincent and I were able to have more conversations about faith afterwards. He tells me, Hannah, you're not like the other church people I know and I've grown up with. He said, you've got a good heart and you have respect. This emotion is coming from... I'm a crier anyways, if you're new. I'm amazed that it took this long for me to cry in a sermon. But, um, <clears throat> like, that was really the first time that it hit me that, like, I think the church has a lot of work to do in gentleness. Like, people really don't expect us to be the ones that are gentle. I have a problem with that, and you should too. They're expecting to be called terrible names, to be berated, to be insulted because of differences, and differences that matter. Okay, that's fair. And does gentleness mean that we compromise our values? No. Heck no. <laughs> don't compromise your values. Don't compromise your, your religion. Don't compromise your faith for the sake of gentleness. But we do want to be a people that are welcoming. We are wanting to reflect Jesus. And if we are wanting to reflect Jesus, we also have to have a yoke that is easy and a burden that is light. And we're going to figure out what that means later. And I want to dispel some assumptions here. And again, if I cry, just like deal with it, I guess. I, I can't not cry. But um, there's your gentleness for you. <laughs> um, but like, you, you can be bold and you can be gentle. You can share hard truths and you can be gentle. You can have an opinion and you can be gentle. You can be bold and gentle. You can share hard truths and be gentle. You can have an opinion and be gentle. But let's flip that around. You cannot be gentle while also needing to be right all the time. And this is where it really gets hard for me personally. Like as, as I was like preparing this, I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's like, you, you, can't, you can't be gentle and need to be right all the time. Like you can't be gentle and impatient. You can't be gentle and stubborn. And okay, if you want to be technical, like technically, Hannah, you can. Okay, sure, you can, but that's not going to last long, and it's going to be really hard. You're going to get in your own way of being gentle. And I, I want to know, what are the things in your life that don't really coincide with being gentle? Don't say them out loud. You can say them in your connection groups, but just think about that. And um, just an example, like, like those things, like... I can't shut a person down as soon as I disagree with them. I see that a lot in my family. Like, like me towards my family, like I am so not gentle. <laughs> um, I can't judge another person's entire character based off what their social media portrays. And that's a good reminder for anyone who is on social media, like that is such a snippet of a person. Don't be hard on them. And that snippet may or may not be accurate. I don't know, I'm not the one posting. But that is, like, part of the reason why I completely ditched it. Like, like I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like, I was, become, I was becoming such, like, a mean-spirited person because I'm like, I can't believe, like, they think this, this, and that. And it's like, okay, Hannah, like, what's your standard? Okay. <laughs> and so I, I just got rid of it completely. And I've, and I've learned that, like, 
I actually thrive more on an individual conversation face-to-face. Like, you get that inflection in a person's voice. You get, like, more than, like, however many, like, sentences you can put on, like, an Instagram post or, like, more than 10 seconds on, like, someone's story. Like, I see more of a person because it's a person, right? It's not just a, a fragment of a, per- of a person. Like, I want to know you. I want to know you. And I want to love you. Just to go further, um, like, you can be gentle, but you cannot compromise what, what God tells us is true. You can be gentle and correct a brother or sister for their benefit. You can be gentle and really have, like, a righteous anger about, like, abuse, racism, and trauma. Like, you can be angry. You can be upset about these things, but I have to warn you, don't lose that gentleness, because if you don't have it, like, it's going to cost something. It's going to cost something. And so, as, like, a recovering mean person, (laughs) I do want to tell you, like, this, (laughs) you know, it makes sense, I don't know. This, This is hard. I'm still a little mean sometimes. I do my best, but... Again, like, I want to tell you that, like, this is possible. Like, don't just be like, well, I'm not that gentle of a person. Be on your way. No, like, we are very clearly called to this. Like, even in this Galatians passage passage that I've been going through for eight weeks, like, we are called to these things. Like, therefore, put on these things. And if we want to be people of gentleness and have like that quiet strength that meekness like we have to look to the best example we've got like look to Jesus the one who loves passionately yet gently who's humble in heart and doesn't compromise truth and so go to the next thing Uh, I hope it worked yeah does anyone know what this is it's a yoke It is kind of a horse thing. (laughs) It's a yoke. So Y-O-K-E. This is a yoke. So what would happen is like those two like U's, like there's like heads in them, like ox heads or like mule head. I don't know the difference between a mule and a donkey. I don't need to know right now. Please don't tell me. But (laughs) again, there's that gentleness. (laughs) But like you have like these heads and and they're they're stuck together. Like, Like they can't get out of that. This is used for like farming, like plowing, I'm sure other stuff that I didn't research about. Um, but what the deal is, like, like that's, a, that's a hard, tough thing, right? And so whenever you are yoked with something else, like, like you're going at the same speed. You're going at the same effort. You either have to be really patient or just get used to the other thing. Um, like that's what a yoke is. And so what Jesus says in... Matthew eleven twenty nine 29 um, says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And this is where it gets hard, too. Like, guys, if you're tired, I know it's October, which just means, like, you're all exhausted. Like, I get it. But, like, if, if you're tired, you might be yoked to something that is really tough and hard, and you either can't keep up or you're pulling too hard. It's one or the other. If it isn't easy, you are, you are behind or you are ahead. And we want to be yoked to something good. We want to be yoked to something that is for us, something that 
is light and something that is easy and restful. And, and another thing, like I, I can't stress this enough, like in, in the podcast that we do here, um, one of the questions, I don't remember which session it was, but um, I think it was this last one, like yeah, Andrew and I were talking to Ben and, and like I, I talked about like my college career a little bit and like hands down, without a doubt, easily answered, like my biggest regret from college, if not like actually in life, and I know that's an intense statement, but it's true, like I had the world served to me <laughs> on a silver platter every single day whenever I went to school. I sat next to them, I gave them high fives <laughs> like as I walked to my seat, like I complimented them like on their shoes or their shirt, like I did all, like I, I was a nice person, but I, I couldn't tell you if, if I shared Jesus with anyone. I don't think it was until my last month of my senior semester that I invited people to church. And I went to school for a long time. <laughs> like, it was not four years. <laughs> like, like, man, what, what a ridiculous waste of time. And like, that, I'm like, I, I'm still processing that. Like, man, what a waste. And so, gentleness might be hard. Like, I know, like, and, and I, again, I, I can only speak from, like, a female perspective, but, like, I'm a strong personality, in case you guys haven't noticed, but, like, I have been told, like, Hannah, you're really too much. Like, you're, you're too much. Like, your opinions are pretty strong. And I really don't know if I'm too much or if it's that I didn't have gentleness at that time. Or if you're a guy, like, I've had people tell my husband, like, come on, man up. Like, no, my husband is very gentle and very strong. Uh, he's man enough. <laughs> like, like, what, like, what are these misconceptions about, like, what gentleness looks like for everyone? It's like, you know, for a really long time, like, I didn't think that I was, like, a good enough female Christian because I wasn't, like, tender and soft-spoken, and, like, if you are those things, like, thank you, because I need people like you, but you can be gentle and have a lot of other personality traits. Like, I, I just want you to know that gentleness can look like a lot of things, and I really want you to talk about that in, in your connection groups for sure. Um, like, like, what does gentleness look like for you, and how is that practical? And so, like, coming from this, like, we want, like, we, we want, we want to take this information here, right, like, we want to learn it, we want to figure it out, want to figure it out with each other, like, in your connection groups, but then what? Like, you guys are going to be going to classes again and again and again, right? Should be, go to your classes, but, um, like, please don't waste this, please don't waste this. I really think that gentleness like, like I, I personally have seen the most fruit from this, like, in my life, whenever I really have started to be more gentle with people, but I also don't have a problem, like, saying, like, hey, like, sister, I've, I've been seeing this, and, like, I think we can do better because God sees you as better than this, but I've, I've seen more fruit from this you know, that story with Vince, like, that isn't the only time that that's happened. I've been people, I've, I've met people that are surprised that I am a nice Christian. Like, you guys really are in the thick of it. Like, that's your mission field. 
And I think gentleness can really go a long way. I really do. And so I want you to like really, really think, dream, like how do you think that gentleness can like transform you? And then once you've been transformed and are continuing to be transformed, like how is that gonna change campus? Because I know it will. How is that going to change the lives of your friends? How is that going to change the lives of your professors? <laughs> and hopefully they're not calling you at 11 p.m. being like, please help. But I don't know, you can do whatever you want. Be safe. But um, like, you know, like, like, like how, how could this change the world? Truly, like, like don't just stop at your classes. Like don't just stop in your families. Like, like I, I, I really think that this can carry to something really big and something really wonderful. So how can we point others to Christ through our spirit of gentleness? That's the big question here. So now uh, you guys are going to head into your connection groups. Um, and, and I want to say the questions here first, uh, just so you can like be thinking about them like on your own. Like if, if you need some time to, pro- like I'm, I'm like a slow processor and I'm an internal processor and a verbal processor. It just takes a lot of steps for me to think on things. Guys, I'm not even 30 yet. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so the questions are, think of someone in your life that is gentle. Think of someone in your life that is gentle. What are their names, what are their characteristics? Like, Like, why would you consider them to be gentle? What are some misconceptions you might have had about gentleness up until this point? Like, what misconceptions about gentleness? And are you encouraged to become gentle? Why or why not? And your leaders are going to have these, so. See, the note takers are like writing furiously. (laughs) Are you encouraged to become gentle? Why or why not? And so that's what we have for you guys tonight. Um, Thank you for being patient with my emotions and as I still learn this but um I know you guys can do it you guys are smart you're good 